welcome everyone to another episode of Church Talks. This may be the most last minute episode I've ever recorded. Uh, I have tried to get one of these guests on my podcast for the last couple of weeks, and she's been giving me these lame excuses like she's working too much and is sleep deprived. And then the other one, which happens to be her sister, I just asked today, like, hey, would you be willing to be on my podcast? Like, not necessarily today, but just in the future. And had no idea that these two sisters were FaceTiming each other uh, as I was texting her. <laughs> so <laughs> they both were like, okay, let's do it. And, you know, if you know my personality, it's like, hey, I, I live on spontaneity. And, you know, uh, what, what you fly by the seat of your pants? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I don't, what I'm saying. I don't even know about you, church. You know, I don't even know what that saying means, but this is the metaphor that that whatever line was created upon. (laughs) So, um, everyone, welcome Misty and Belinda to Church Talks. Hello. So, like I said, yeah, these are two sisters, and um, so Belinda, you are the elder of the two. Yep, I'm three years older. Three years. Remember that. I know I'm three years older than my sister and I make sure to remind people of that because some people think she's older and Becca if you're listening I'm the older sister (laughs) (laughs) and don't you forget it well okay so since you're the oldest Belinda and sometimes you go by B um, give me like 60 seconds of uh, whatever you want these listeners to know about you before we get going I mean it could be it could be name age occupation hobby um your favorite food a sound that you hate like (laughs) 60 seconds there you go okay uh my name is belinda um i am 35 years old i have three dogs uh i work as a manager at a dry clean which is more stressful than it sounds and (laughs) (laughs) let's see I'm married been married for nine going on 10 years um yeah that's me all right so I'll just learn more about you in about 25 seconds um (laughs) you didn't meet the mark Belinda oh no I'm sorry I'm not that interesting really I'm really not that's that's incredible. Um, the fact that you have three dogs <laughs> makes me want to sneeze because I have dog allergies, and yet I am actually currently dog sitting at a house, uh, <laughs> but he's able to be outside and any of that, so it's okay. All right, so Misty, sixty seconds, same thing, go. Okay, I'm Misty. I am a respiratory therapist. I do ventilator things. Um. I was big into COVID, all that stuff, do life support, stuff like that. I've been doing it for about 10 years. I um, have three children. My oldest son is 13, about to be 14. My youngest son we lost in 2021. Uh, His name was Steele. And my daughter, Lola Lovey, we lost in September of 22. Um, I speak out about pregnancy and infancy loss a lot and that's basically me wow okay so i happened to know about most of those things actually i may have known all those things 
Um, I'm an open and, book. And you also are a newlywed. You just got married, what, uh, two months ago? Yeah, I got married um, in May. We got married in Axton, Virginia, and then we went on a cruise ship afterwards. That sounds so fun. <laughs> not not the Axton, Virginia part. That sounds kind of boring. I love, No offense oh. to all the Axtonians. <laughs> I love, like... <laughs> I love it out there. Love it. Yeah. So the cruise, like I, I, I'm craving a cruise. I've been on one, um, and that was in 2019 in December, just before the pandemic, and of course, right after that, like everything shut down. Um, so I am aching to go on another cruise. I mean, that might be something we have to plan. I mean, I'm all for it. Like you know me, I'm literally sitting out here in my little um, eight foot (laughs) blow up pool because, like. (laughs) water and summertime just go together and I just want to be in the sun and in water in the summer man well first of all thank y'all so much for being willing and (laughs) I'm even going to say eager not you Misty (laughs) Misty you've been putting me off but I mean all it took was me asking Belinda one time and within like 60 seconds she was like okay we're both ready like now and I said hold up like I gotta go pee like (laughs) oh man um yeah we can talk each other into anything really yeah it's really a bad habit of ours you can't put us together for long (laughs) that no it's beautiful and it works out in my favor right now um and I mean I just I like Misty I've known you like how long now uh, I many mean it years was... I was part of the Tommy Joe fangirl moment <laughs> that's still hilarious to me <laughs> um so any of you listeners that listen to my podcast religiously first of all thank you so much like y'all are awesome um second of all if you listen to a few weeks ago several weeks ago there was an episode that I did with um with Tommy Joe and Rachel uh, so Tommy Joe Lewis and Rachel Nanny that we talked a little bit about this gathering that we had that was super spontaneous. I mean, hello, me, Miss Spontaneous over here. Um, literally, like, after church one Sunday, Tommy Joe was like, uh, and this was, I think I actually preached at that church. It was the last Sunday of 2020. So, yeah, if I, I remember correctly. Yeah, I was in Pennsylvania at the time. I had just came home for Christmas. Yeah, it was um, December 27th, I believe, of 2020. So, like... Things were just starting to open back up, but still very much like, I mean, I remember when I met you, Misty, you wore a mask the whole time that we were at the house, but I mean, I didn't even know what the bottom half of your face looked like, um, but I still, I was like, I love this girl and I only know her eyes. It's okay. um, My eyes we were are very all... telling. <laughs> so yeah, so that, that's where I met you. And so it's going on, um, I guess it's about two and a half years now mm-hmm. that we have known each other. And honestly, we haven't really hung out or um or even talked a whole bunch but the I think the fact that we met for the first time on a pretty deep level where we both were able to be in a room where Tommy Joe just said hey I want you to come to my house and I'm gonna invite all these friends that I have that may not ever go to a church or um you know maybe their relationship with God is a little estranged whatever it is like I want you to come because you're real and like, I think that maybe you will have something to give to these women. So we met in this house and I don't know, like 
what happened in that room was nothing short of miraculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the vulnerability, the transparency, the honesty, the genuine love in the room was like tangible. And, um, and I had no idea at that point that you even had a sister. So, <laughs> um, and it was just a few weeks ago that I got the opportunity and the privilege to meet your sister, Belinda, when you invited her to come to the well, which is a women's event that happens at Compassion Danville monthly. And that was a like, Tommy Joe moment too. Tommy Joe was involved in that. Look, shout out <laughs> yeah. to TJ. Okay. Yeah. Um, TJ invited me out and I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do yeah. it. So, I mean, she just, she has a gift of being able to connect with so many people of different like I mean whatever you want to call it genres and stereotypes and backgrounds and she does belief systems and I mean everything so that is I'm her just... calling her friendships are a hundred percent like her god ties that's what I call them like she just that's her calling in life for sure this is so true um and what's cool is that Belinda the first time that I met you right there on that Sunday night um we took a group picture and mm-hmm. I don't even know that we had so much of even like introduced ourselves at that point but um (laughs) like but we were in a group picture together first time and that week I think it was that week was it that Wednesday night that we went out for half price sushi yep was that right yeah uh, yeah so we just got to like talk and get to learn about each other a little bit more over sushi in Danville and then here we are like we're just bffs and um (laughs) talking about life and all things life and I just love you guys so first of all I love you guys yeah me too church yeah and I love Misty that you call me church that's hilarious no it's your name that's who you are it it is it is in your phone I don't even know if you know my first name at this point I think you just know me as church but (laughs) (laughs) so um so and I don't know whichever of you wants to answer this first you can but um like first of all are y'all friends oh my god best friends yeah okay so best, and friends. best friends and who just said that belinda yeah okay so i'm trying to get like the voices identified and oh y'all... it's hard yeah we <laughs> sound a lot alike Okay, so this is going to be interesting. I'm not going to say, like, <laughs> oh, hello, my name's Belinda. I'm speaking. <laughs> like, you don't have to do that. But, uh, but yeah, so it's really encouraging that you guys are best friends. You're in your 30s. And uh, my sister and I, as I've already mentioned, we were not friends, like, growing up. I think we borderline hated each other, but because of being in a Christian home, we couldn't use the word hate. Uh, so we just Girl, strongly disliked each other. <laughs> and yet if you ask either of us now we will tell you that we are best friends and um she's about to be 30 in december which literally i'm like did i even turn 30 like i'm about to be 33 in october and it's just it's crazy so i understand the dynamic of maybe borderline hating each other growing up like in your teenage years and then as you actually grow up and become an adult you realize the friendship that you have in a sister so I yeah. can feel that with y'all. The fights were epic growing up. Oh, yeah. but we almost burned the house down. There was, oh there's some gosh. stories on there. purpose. <laughs> no, it was it was not on purpose. We locked each other out of the house fighting, and we had the stove on. It was a whole thing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so well, we weren't always best friends, but now we've gotten a lot closer. Well, this is beautiful. 
I just I love that the three of us can can meet together virtually because I think I don't know if we're all in different states. Belinda, you're in North Carolina, right? I am. I'm in North Carolina. Okay. And Misty, you are in West Virginia. West Virginia. Today. Yes. Okay. And you make some trips. Like you've been making several trips, more than I anticipated, uh, to Virginia. And I don't know if you go and stay with Belinda in North Carolina, but you know, we are hours away and the beauty of technology is that we can all meet together in one place on a podcast and be as close as if we're in the same room so again I love that I love the the benefits that technology has given us and I don't know I have so many questions for you guys and obviously (laughs) since this is a pretty spontaneous episode I didn't have but maybe two seconds to plan um (laughs) and I took those two seconds to go pee But it's all right. You said happy urination. And I was like, <laughs> there you go. That's what I tell um, everyone whenever they're like, I have to pee. Whenever someone announces it, I'm like, all right, happy urination. Like, <laughs> okay, so I'm not the only one that announces that they have to pee. I do it no, all the time. Definitely not, yeah. <laughs> okay. Time. Well, good to know. So I want you guys to tell me and anybody else that's listening, uh, and this might be like deep starting off, but I mean, I'm a pretty deep person, but like, what has been one of the hardest challenges that you have had of late? So you could say the last week, the last month, this year, and either of you can answer this. Oh, do you want to go first? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll go first. Um, So I have been diagnosed with bipolar two disorder. So that is one of my biggest struggles that a struggle with that and like my anxiety. Um, yeah, those, those are the, the big things. And also I do struggle with like talking to people and like uh, building friendships and stuff. So I've been coming out of my box a little more here of lately. So. And so, and Belinda, this is you talking. Yeah. Yes. Yep, okay. I know your voices, but I just want to make sure that everybody else does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a diagnosis of bipolar 2 over the pandemic, and I think I probably had it for a long time and just didn't seek out uh, didn't seek out a diagnosis, didn't seek out really much of anything. And it has actually helped me to understand a lot of why I do what I do and what I'm feeling and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I understand with you. I can empathize with you that it is a struggle and it's something where it's like, what do I do with this? It's an awareness and it's a, uh, you know, it's just, okay, so I know this, it makes sense, but now where do I go from here? Exactly. And then the big thing with like mental health is you don't want to use it as an excuse for like bad behavior. Right. (laughs) That's something that I like, you know, tend to struggle with a little bit like, okay, why has this happened? Is it because of this? No, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And how do you, like, how do you balance that? Like, can you tell when you're in the waves of like a low and a high and are you able to tell people like, you know, Hey, I'm sorry if I'm acting blank, like I'm in a low or I'm in like, are you able to articulate that? So I have like a really good support system, especially with Misty and my husband. They, they can tell me when I'm a little bit manic or if I seem like a little bit more low than normal, um, so for me, it's really hard to tell 
myself, you know, I get these ideas of like, oh, I'm going to learn Spanish in two months. And that's going to be like a thing that I do. (laughs) That's a manic. Okay. (laughs) And obviously I'm just like, yeah, I can learn Spanish in two months. This is fine. This is nothing. Or I'm going to go buy a ear piercing gun and just pierce my own ears and they're like okay that feels like a little bit of a manic moment maybe we should take a step back from this especially misty yeah like 100 percent. we're not doing that (laughs) this is hilarious this is i I feel so normal right now because i'm like why am i thinking these things yeah exactly like why do i think i can do this man so but you're able to like you're aware of it like are you able to Okay, so I didn't know if, like, somebody has to tell you, like, your husband or your sister has to tell you, or you can actually Um, feel that it's happening. Sometimes I can. Sometimes it's so, it's so low-key that I can't. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll, I'll, you know, I talk to Misty every day, so I'm like, okay, so here's the thing today. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, okay, that's normal. That's fine. Let's go with that. Or she's like, huh, maybe we should think about this a little bit. You know, like, I'll have a day where I'm like, I think I might shave my head. And she's like, "Mm." (laughs) no, I'm totally on board with that. She looks amazing with a shaved head. Like, (laughs) girl can kill it. She's the only person I know that can literally have no hair on her head and look like a Barbie doll. Like, she's so pretty. (laughs) Yikes. Not true. Man, well, what a blessing it is to have somebody that you can talk to every day that knows you probably better than anybody uh potentially even better than you know yourself and I I say that only because I think there are people in my life that are also in that position um and that they are safe people and that can hold you accountable and that can tell you when you're doing a stupid thing um, (laughs) or can also recognize when you're in a depressive episode where it's like hey I know you're feeling like you're worthless and that you just want to like run away and escape everything uh, but this is a season and I'm here with you in it and I will get in the pit with you and I will stay with you until we get out of it. And like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just putting words into your mouth, but I'm just saying like in my life, that is what has been a testament to me. And that has been more than helpful, like no, life, mean, life changing. Misty definitely is like a light in my life for sure. Ooh. Like, <laughs> like, Oh, here comes 100%. the mushiness. Um, don't I've hold been... back. You can keep going, Belinda. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely of my dark times. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's true. She's definitely like she's one of my soulmates. I think. I think Aww. people can have multiple soulmates, and I think she's one of mine. God, that's beautiful. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Misty, I don't know how you're going to follow that and try to, like, one-up her on that, and I'm not expecting you to do that. Uh, <laughs> I am. <laughs> so, you know, just say thank you and move on. <laughs> but, um, but, Misty, what has been a challenge that you have faced of late? Uh, I think over the past few months, my main challenge has been kind of, like, I try to be an open book because I want other people to know they're not alone in their struggles and, like, I want them to hear my testimony and stuff, but then I struggle like with the past few months, like I feel like people think I'm needy or I want attention or like I'm doing it for attention and things to that degree when I'm not. And I guess I get into my own head and that's really been a hard struggle for me. Yeah. Do you guys know your Enneagram numbers? 
No. Uh, I think I was like a four and a seven question marks, but I'm don't quote me on that. No, I mean that would just knowing the little bit that I do about you, it would make sense. Like, and I'm not one to diagnose, and you're not supposed to diagnose somebody with the Enneagram number, but I have found that that is super helpful. It's a it's a helpful tool to be able to understand people and like why they act and react in certain ways. So like Misty, I can, I can understand like why you're feeling when certain people don't respond in the way that you expect or, you know, whatever it is. And uh, so, and Misty, you already said in your little like intro bio that you have faced challenges that most humans never will Mm -hmm. um, in the last few years of your life, last couple years of your life. And the infancy loss and the, you know, all of that, it's like, I, I will never be able to put myself in your shoes. And I know that is a huge, like, I'm sure that weighs on your mind every day. And yet you're able to carry that and help people. And that's like, that's your heart is that you're able to help people that may be going through the same thing or maybe going through something else. And then when they hear you, they're like, you know what, if she can get through this, I can get through what I'm going through. That's totally different. Um, like not even relatable, but it's so hard. Like there are things that we go through in life that you, you can't understand like what I've gone through and vice versa, but they're equally as hard. Yes. Like yeah. they, they just suck the life out of you. They just like, Oh, like, why is this happening? Why me? Um, have, have those been like emotions that you have felt that like, I don't, and I want to be super sensitive to like what you have experienced. And I don't want to ever like tell your story, but like maybe just speak a little bit on what that has been for you to, um, and this has all been since I've met you, right? Like, yeah. So I was still in Pennsylvania in 2020. Um, then I came down to West Virginia and I got pregnant with still in February of 21 and that was just um a roller coaster I you know had to have several surgeries to try to keep him and unfortunately we weren't able to we ended up delivering him at UVA at 20 weeks um so that was hard and then we tried to have another surgery to see if maybe we could have a successful pregnancy after that because I was diagnosed with an incompetent cervix which means my cervix just opens up as soon as I become pregnant, pretty much like I immediately dilate and we don't know why it's just what my body does. So we had the surgery in November 21 and unfortunately it failed. Um, We got pregnant with Lola and my water broke at 15 weeks and Lola Lovey hung on for dear life for three more weeks. Um, Her water broke and she was still in there and unfortunately she passed away. September 28th, so we haven't even quite made it a year yet. Uh, So it's been a struggle. Um, You know, I I don't have good words for it all the time, but I try to find purpose in my pain, is what I tell people. Uh You you just never know when someone else is struggling. I was literally in the Dollar General (laughs) getting, uh, getting snacks because my husband starts his, he's a football coach. He's a defensive coordinator for Bluefield State. And um, I was getting him snacks for his football season and there was this lady in front of me and she was like, my son just passed away. And I just stopped her and I was like, I'm so sorry. My son passed away too. 
And she hugged me and she was like, that's no, nothing a mother should ever have to go through. Mm-mm. Like, and then the cashier was telling us how her brother passed away. And it was just like one of those God time moments where we all sat there and we were like, we're going to pray for each other. Like, you know, I'm sorry that you went through this and I understand and I sympathize. So yeah, that's, it's, it's hard, but I try to be open because you just never know who you're going to impact. And the fact that this happened so randomly in a dollar general, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're, you're in the, you're paying for your, I don't know what you got, like your chips and snacks or, you know, whatever. Baked Boston baked beans. Like (laughs) coach Rob has an addiction problem to those things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, but there's things that there's so many things that like that make me question God, and there's other things that make me like think, God, you have such a bigger plan than I will ever be able to wrap my mind around. And those moments in the Dollar General cashier line are those moments that's like, okay, like God made humans, and humans are going to have pain, and they're broken, and they have purpose. And we are all meant to bear each other bur- each other's burdens and to help each other. And the fact that the cashier, this lady, and you were all able to, like, relate on something in a matter of less than five minutes' time. It's just, like, it, it's mind-blowing. And, <laughs> and, Misty, I know, like, your story of when I met you, you were in a really interesting spot, like, in your relationship with God. Um, do you want to talk about that, like, and expound on it, on where you were and how that's kind of changed from there to here? Um, yeah, I can speak on it some. So I've struggled with my relationship with God out of anger. I get angry. I just do. I, I mean, I know you're not supposed to be mad at God and things like that, it's but okay. I've had to have my moments I am where too. I've, I've, like, screamed out and been like, okay this isn't fair. Like, all right, God, like I'm done. Like, but you know, through all of that, it's, I have to journal sometimes because I don't realize how much God's done for me in the bad moments. Yeah. And, um, when, like when we had steel, we didn't know if we were ever, we were going to get to see him because we had to do, um, an emergency DNC and, we didn't even know if we were going to get to hold him or if he would be whole when he was born. And I remember like screaming out to God and just praying I could see him. And that baby didn't have a scratch on him. He was beautiful and perfect and whole. And we got to hold him. And so, I mean, even in the bad moments, like I have to be thankful for the moments that I, that God heard my cries and was there for me. And even though my plans aren't his, that's what's hard for me. Like I, I have to kind of sit back and be like, I don't understand this but I'm going to go with the flow. Like that's been hard for me, but I'm, I'm better at it than I was. I still have my moments for sure, but I, I appreciate the things that God has given me because I, you know, me and Belinda, we come from a a rough past. Like we, we grew up rough. We, you know, interesting childhood to say the least. And I have really come far from where I could have landed given everything I've went through and it's only because I had to put faith in God before I put faith in myself. Wow. <laughs> so, all right. So just, just coming from me, 
what does that look like when you're you're wanting to put faith in yourself or in things that you can understand and then you have to make the decision of I'm going to put faith in God before I put faith in myself um I like to do stuff I like to be ahead of the game I like to like get it done I don't like to sit on anything like I am very much a type a go-getter I want it done right now yeah and sometimes I have to step back because that's not God's plan and I'm just hurting myself in the long run by not listening to him and knowing that he's like, take it, take time. Like, let me figure this out. Like, let me show you how to get there. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not patient. I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a virtue that a lot of us don't have. I, get I don't it. like girl, I struggle, but I mean, that's, those are those moments where I have to be like, all right, it's not about me. It's not about putting faith in myself. Like I have to put faith in God in this situation. Like this isn't, I don't get to dictate how it's written. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think so many people struggle with that, including myself, where it's like, we feel like that we have the best story in mind for ourselves and for every other human. <laughs> and like, and when it doesn't happen, like we want it to, or like we expect it to, then we're like, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. like, why, why is this happening? And then like, we can either get angry, as you said. Um, and I, and I struggle with that too. Like my, my anger. And I think that, you know, yours and whoever else is like anger looks different for a lot of people. Um, anger can be turned inward and we can like self-sabotage and become a recluse and just take our anger out on ourselves, or we can lash out and take anger out on everybody else. Um, but, Ooh, you know, I'm a lasher. Get out of my way. <laughs> right. And and I'm the opposite. I'm the one that just wants to take it out on myself and be like, well, maybe I'm the problem. Like yeah, I'm the, the Taylor Swift way. song. Like, what is it? It's me. I yeah, I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem it's me. me. Yeah. Like that's that's my go-to most of the time. Uh, which is not healthy. And I'm not sure that either are healthy in it like in extremes. But you know, I do believe that God gave us all of these emotions that are helpful. Like if we never get angry, then that's not a good thing. Like there needs to be things in our life that, that makes us angry. And then we have the choice of what we do to respond to that anger and what we do uh, to be productive and like channeling that to, you know, to making something better. So what is something that maybe, you know, you guys have experienced that made you angry and you were able to channel that in a positive way to actually like make a difference in some way? Belinda, I'll let you go first since you're the oldest. <laughs> you let me go first last time, number one. Um, I have a really hard time with anger, to be fair. Like uh, like Catherine said, I tend to look inward and blame myself for a lot of things. Um, but... I've been seeing a therapist, which helps. Yes. So I've been learning a lot about myself and like about why I feel the way I feel. And um, she's been giving me a lot of coping mechanisms and uh, just doing like simple stuff like gentle yoga and journaling. And so that I think that's been helpful 
to be a little more forgiving to myself and give myself a little bit more self love. Like I've no, I've figured out that I don't do a lot of like self care stuff that a lot of people do just because mm-hmm. I'm, I tend to uh, focus on the people around me way more than I focus on myself. Like I'll give a lot more of myself to people than I get back in return sometimes. Right. So I'm focusing a lot more on giving back to myself and focusing on myself. So maybe that's. And we love that version of Belinda. This is my favorite version of Belinda. Just so all <laughs> clear. I love that she's like, I don't care. I'm just going to focus on me. Like, I'm so for it. I'm like, yes, you do it, girl. <laughs> like, Look, I really believe that it is something that our generation, like, I feel like our generation is somewhere like we're like this in-between generation where like we didn't grow up with with uh, Wi-Fi. Like we grew up with dial-up internet at best. Um, and we grew up with like learning to play outside and do things with other people and not be uh, behind a screen all the time. And and it's, it's a downfall, but I feel like that we also fall into that um, category of people like our parents did not have an understanding or a grasp on self-care and and I, I don't know about you guys but like does that does that resonate with y'all oh absolutely <laughs> okay so then it gets like handed down to us and then now this generation that is coming up behind us um it's kind of like the extreme opposite like it's all about me like self-care all day uh you know if, if it doesn't satisfy me or suit me then uh who cares? Like, it, you know, it, it's, I'm not going to suit you. And so there's like an extreme that is now coming up in like teenagers right now where there's like this entitlement. And I mean, it, it's really, it's, it's crazy for me. And I feel like the, I, I'm, I think I'm in between y'all's ages. So mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, so we're all kind of in this like same boat, even though we were probably raised differently and grew up differently, whatever, but we're still in the same era of, we're learning how to take care of ourselves because we realize kind of like the airplane thing, like put your mask on first, like oxygen tank before you try to help somebody else, like make sure that you've got oxygen and it's tough. Like it's such a tough thing to like actually implement in our life where I can't be a hundred percent for anybody else. If I'm operating on an empty tank. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, so, I mean, how has that changed you, um, either of you, to going from, like, oh, I have to focus on other people and what they need before I focus on myself, to now, like, no, I have to be whole. <laughs> like, I have to be okay for me to, like, effectively help somebody else. It's really hard. I feel like I'm still finding myself, to be honest. Like, I'm 35, and for a really long time, it felt like i didn't know who I was if I wasn't like doing for other people Mm -hmm. so now that I'm kind of like focusing on what do I need my cat sneezing I'm sorry (laughs) 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 Kristoff but like now that I'm focusing on kind of myself it feels like I'm relearning myself like I'm learning what I like what I don't like um and I'm learning 
where I want my spare time to be, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's extra hard for women because, yes. like, up until recently, women have been like the ones that just submit to whatever men or children need. And Not thankfully, this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> thankfully, it's becoming a thing where it's like, actually, women are kind of holding the world together in a sense. Like, we're the backbone of most men, we are the support system of all children. So if the women are not okay, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, um, it's really hard for us to like really give what we need to give to support the people in our life. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, do you have anything to say on that? I mean, that's 100% true. No, no, no. That's 100% true. Um, Like, you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like, my self-care realization error just happened recently um, where I have, like, started to focus on me more and stuff like that because I'm a, I'm a lasher. Like, I lash out on people, and I will come for your throat, and, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't come for me because I will come right back for you. Like, I've always been like that. That's just how I survived, pretty much. Yeah. But... Now I've stepped back from that more and I kind of watch people around me and like notice that I don't like, I don't, I don't like it. Like if I don't like it, then I can walk away from it and things like that. Like, or, you know, it's about me. Like I have to take care of myself too. Like I can't, I can't deal with everyone else's anger on top of dealing with my anger too. Right. (sighs) So much. Like we could, really talk, <laughs> we could talk a whole episode on that, um, but we we were not going to focus on that too much. But um, but I just want to know, like, what what do you guys do for fun right now? So me, I go home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I go home and I couch surf. I will find a couch and I will sleep on it and I do whatever my friends want to do that day. Like if we're going to church, we're going to church. If we're going to eat sushi, we're going to eat sushi. Like whatever (laughs) we got to do, we're going to do it. Like I just go with the flow a lot more than what I used to. I'm a terrible planner and I just don't really plan much now. And that's fun to me. (laughs) So do you, do you feed off of people's energy or do you feed off of, okay. I was going to say, do you feed off of like a couch and alone time? No, I feed off of other people's energy. I actually have a badge reel that says I match energy. So how are we going to act today? Um, mm. <laughs> that I wear to work every day. So. so when you say couch surfer, you're not really spending much time on the couch. No. You're spending time with the people on yeah. whose couch you're sleeping. Okay. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I come home so that I can spend time with my friends. Like, um, you know, like Tommy Joe fills me up and Belinda fills my cup up and you know, seeing my, who I call my mother, uh, Lisa, she's actually my ex-mother-in-law, but she's good to me. Um, oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've been married once before. We don't have to touch that. But anyway, okay. so like those people, <laughs> <laughs> those people and seeing them and like spending time with them, like it's, you know, my family, my mammal, like they fill my cup up and it's, it's good to be around like the positivity. Yeah. I feed off people's energy. If you are negative and you're in a bad mood, 
I can't be around you. I can't do it today. Not today, devil. Not today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so Belinda, what do you do for fun? Uh, I am an avid reader. I'm super boring. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a super boring person. I like to read. I like to paint. uh, I like to play video games. Um, What's your favorite video game? Oh, my favorite video game of all time. Probably like Dragon Age. I really like that game. Um, I don't even know what that is. I was really hoping you would say Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't played any of the Zeldas. I really should. My nephew has tried to get me to play Call of the Wind, I think it's called, but I haven't haven't played it yet. Um, And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm kind of a homebody. So when I'm around Misty, I tend to be a little bit more extroverted than I normally would be, which is good for me. Yeah. And we all need people, whether it's a sister or a friend, that can either rein us in when we're wanting to be super extroverted and super all over the place, or that can like break <laughs> us out of our shell. And I think that you guys are that for each other. And that's awesome. Like I've got friends that do the same thing. Like two of my best friends are so opposite. Um, and I think I kind of help both of them to do both of those things. And then they <laughs> both help me because, you know, like I said, I've got bipolar, so I can do both. So they're like, okay, we recognize you're in a manic. Let's kind of bring it in a little bit. And then the other is like, okay, let's, let's get you out of the house. Like, let's get you around people because we know that uh, you love people and you do feed off of the energy of people. But I'm kind of like you, Misty, like if it's negative energy, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that I am learning or I want to say I have learned. It might be one of those lessons that like you just keep on learning. Um, but to not run from those energies, but to try to influence them and to try to. Ooh, like, that's I just, tough. How do you do that? I don't I don't really know. I, I mean, ask people, ask people that know me because maybe they could give a better like I don't know I just I think that light overpowers darkness every time Mm. like you can have a dark room that's completely pitch black and you strike a match and that one little flame can like just attract you know every eye in the room like you're going to be attracted to that light and so I'm in a lot of dark places most of the time um like metaphorically spiritually dark and I choose that like, I choose to go into uh, prisons and, and recovery centers where maybe people are in there that do not want to be there, uh, that they're there because of choices they made and they're serving a consequence or whatever. And I just hope that even in my own mess and even in my own darkness, that, like, if I go and I'm just like, you know what, I actually have something in me. And it might be just a thread of hope, it, like, just a shimmer of light. Like, I believe that's enough to extinguish darkness and like I don't know I don't know that I successfully accomplished that every time but I'm learning that like okay I shouldn't run from things that make me feel uh drained or uncomfortable uh, but I want to more so run to them but also know hey I've also got places that I can go to get filled back up and there's a lot of positive places that I can be to re-energize myself so that I can be filled back up to go back into the places that need me in a sense or need the light and the hope and the Jesus that I have so you know Misty in your field of respiratory therapy like you know if you're in hospitals or any type of medical field and people are needing you because they need you 
to live. They need oh, breath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they need sure. air. They need <laughs> oxygen. Like, and you are there to not just give them air and oxygen, but you're there to give them life. And Belinda, whatever happens in a dry cleaner is like, I'm sure there's a lot of darkness <laughs> <laughs> that happens in there. And you were there. And I'm telling you, like, I commented on the fact that like you look so put together. And I don't know the amount of time that you spend on your hair and makeup. I think you told me you spend like an hour a day and you just yeah. look so perfect. And you're able to like bring that into a room where people can be like, she's different. Isn't like, she beautiful? Oh, so beautiful. Sick. Jeez. So beautiful. And look, <laughs> and let, let me just say that because like, I almost feel convicted even saying that Belinda, you don't need the makeup. You don't need the hair all done. Like you don't need all of that. Like you have such a light and a, a captivating personality where you draw people in like, I met you one time. And wow. It was, and that's, was, like, that is the first time anyone's ever said that to me. Well, let it be. Let me be the first. Um, I, I immediately was like, this is like a mystery, like a mysterious <laughs> girl. I'm like, like, okay, I see, I see her outside. I see her exterior and I can tell like she puts time into that way more time than I ever have in my entire life. <laughs> um, Cause I'd be looking like I just rolled out of bed most days. Don't um, lie, Catherine Church. Don't no, lie. I, look, anybody listening that knows me knows I am not lying. Um, but I mean, I was just like, there's something that's beneath the surface of oh, you, girl, Belinda. And beneath like, the surface is just a whole mess. That's <laughs> I look, cover it up. I cover well, up the mess. <laughs> and maybe that's what intrigued me because I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm almost attracted to people's mess because I feel like that's the honest them that we're all in a mess in a sense but it's like what are we doing with our mess so Misty like you said like you're finding purpose in your pain like I want to find okay how can I meet the need of somebody else in my mess how can I empathize with somebody else in my mess and anyway like so Belinda I just want you to know like you've got so much more that is like captivating than just however much time you spend in front of a mirror every day <laughs> like you have <laughs> like you have a hope like even your laugh like oh my god like that's so I love it. And, uh, and you may not talk much and you may be introverted, but you just, you, you will attract the right people at the right time that you can actually speak life and hope into. And I love that about you. And I love that you were so willing to be on this podcast with like a minute's notice. Um, and maybe if it was in person or if it was in front of a crowd of people, or if it was a video, maybe you wouldn't have done it, but like just this very casual, informal, uh, setting you're willing to do that and I can already tell like you're helping people like oh, that are listening so. so and Misty you too like I don't even know the amount of people that you're able to help with your story and you're doing it like y'all are both doing it on a daily basis in your own realms of influence it's incredible mm. yeah I just it's... love y'all thank you I love you oh. too we love you too it's kind of crazy because I was looking back on my memories and um, on Facebook, and I had made a post that was like talking about how I wanted to share Steele's story, but I was just so convicted and I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I didn't want people to think that I was attention seeking, but I also wanted to help people. And I like shared it. It was like from two years ago. And I was like, oh, look at me. I did that. Like, I, I do help people. Like, I do, like, even patients that have lost children, like stuff like that. Like, that's my, that's where God needed me to be unfortunately and fortunately for other people as well so awesome y'all have y'all have powerful lives and powerful voices and stories so 
Don't ever get get silenced. Don't ever let anybody shut you up because y'all y'all have words worth hearing for sure. And you too, church. And well, Absolutely. you know, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I love <laughs> that you are so open about things and like your story and how you were so open about you know your testimony and things that you had went through when we were at TJ's. Like it was that was one of those overpowering moments where I was like she doesn't even know us she doesn't know not one of us <laughs> I didn't know one of her guts like and I, I barely knew TJ <laughs> like literally and TJ said that she had fangirled for a while and I'm like what she did like, oh my gosh you and should, I, I didn't I even know I her on a personal level <laughs> she, I literally just got home for Christmas and she's like you have to come to my house tonight and I'm like girl I got I, got, I can see my family <laughs> like Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It is crazy. Well, look, y'all, y'all are awesome. And we're, we're like, we're wrapping up this episode and I've got a couple of rapid fire questions that are just going to end on a funny and lighthearted note. Uh, But before we do that, I just want y'all to know, like, I so value you and I appreciate your presence in my life, um, whether from a distance or whether in uh, like short duration of time that we've known each other and just like I, like I said your willingness to be on here is just it's immeasurable and it's invaluable and I appreciate y'all so much like it's 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 crazy church it's crazy. don't make me cry now no you don't cry <laughs> <laughs> all right thank well, you have for a... having us on like I really appreciate it yeah Dude, me too. it's been good so good. So good. All right. Well, I have a, um, a few rapid fire questions. Do you guys want to answer the same ones or do you want me to answer or do you mean to ask you? Oh, same, individual same, ones? same. Okay. All right. So what's your favorite holiday? Uh, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Halloween was Belinda and, and birthday was Misty. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. may, totally makes sense. Um, if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? Ireland. Ireland. Ooh. I want to go back. I actually went there. You back went? In, yes. I went almost 10 years ago. So in 2014, um, that was my dad's college graduation gift to me. And I want to go back so bad. It was oh, incredible. That's a good gift. It was so, so great. Was um, it want to gift me a trip? <laughs> <laughs> Look, he got it on Groupon, so it was really good. It was okay. a trip, but we made the most of it because we could just do our own thing once we got there. It was awesome. Um, so we already talked about potentially what your Enneagram number is, so I'm not going to ask that, but I do encourage you, hey, make sure you know your Enneagram number because it will help you to understand yourself, uh, understand people better. Um, but what is the last thing that made you cry aside from this episode? Mm. Um... A book that I was reading, for sure. <laughs> Do you want to share the book or no? You don't have to. <laughs> um, yeah, it was called Swan Song. Um, I can't remember. Robert McCamden, I think. It's okay. very good. Yeah, it's a good right. book. Misty? Uh, I had a patient pass away. So, oh. mm, yeah, it's always hard. I bet. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like there are some things that I just I could not do for my profession and I say that knowing that we can experience that in any profession, in any thing. And so it's just, gosh, I feel like it's harder when you're just right there, like in the heat of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, um, so who has been your biggest inspiration? 
Ooh, my sister Belinda. <laughs> she, she does. She goes. She's been inspiring me a lot lately. She's come from a bottom, and she has like picked herself up, and it's been really good to watch. That's to awesome. be fair, my answer was also Misty because <laughs> <laughs> literally, this woman has been. This is through, rigged. <laughs> she's she's literally been through so much. Like, I don't, I can't even describe like how much she's been through and like seeing her pick herself up and handle things so gracefully and girl there's nothing graceful about me (laughs) (laughs) i beg to differ i really do the way you help people and talk to people it's ridiculous you're so good y'all are gonna make me cry right now like don't be doing all this This (laughs) when was the last time you cried church oh man um I kind of teared up today, actually. Like, I, I, I literally, I, I sucked it down and was like, nope, I'm not going to do this. Uh, but I just ran into some people. I, I volunteer at a mobile market um, where people come that, like, can't afford food aside mm. from food stamps. And um, and just to see, like, the, the conditions and, like, the way people live and how hard it is for them. Like, it just, it breaks me down. And I love doing it. I love helping people. But man, it's just like it really brings things into perspective and makes yeah. you so grateful for what you have. Yeah. And uh, like Shout we were just giving out, out because you never yeah. know who those people will grow up to be. Me and Belinda were part of that group growing oh, wow. up. So wow, you never yeah. know. Yeah, I just I don't like to cry in front of the people that are causing me to cry. <laughs> so it's like, ooh. So yeah, that was me. Um, all right. So last one is what is the next thing that you were looking forward to doing? Ooh. What is the next thing? What? That you're looking forward to doing. Somebody's air conditioning unit just turned on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mine. Sorry. I'm a loud. No, it's all right. Crazy dog. Um, so we have a trip in August that I'm really excited about. So it's me, Misty, my nephew, Jackson, our mother and our grandmother. Oh, nice. So well, tell them where we're going. Uh, we're going to Bryson City, like five minutes outside of Cherokee. So, oh, yeah, I've been there. That's awesome. Have yeah, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> hey, that's fine. <laughs> win some money, <laughs> and then when you win it, just, just, just leave after you win the money. Don't, don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. Just win it and go. <laughs> yep. I that's am awesome. looking forward to coming home next week. Uh, am getting off of work and coming straight to dive on some couches and see my people. <laughs> that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I just found out today that you both are coming to a, a church that I'll be at. It's a, it's a Methodist church, so kind of different than what we're used to. Uh, but you guys are coming there with me, and it's going to be awesome. If you decide to still come. If you don't, that's fine. But it, no, like, we're going. It literally... We're committed. Like, I almost teared up when y'all said that you were coming. I was like, holy cow, this is crazy. I love it. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, yeah, well, I am too. I'm excited too. Well, again, thank y'all so much. And I can't wait to see both of you in the next week. And uh, is there anything else you want to say before we log off of here? I just love you, church. Like, I'm so thankful for you and everything that you do. And I hope that you know how inspiring you are and how much you've helped everyone, like, along the way. I just, I, I hope you understand that and you see the positives in yourself too. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you.
thank you so much mm. for having me on and uh, for talking to me. And this has just been an experience. I've never been on a podcast before. So <laughs> yes, I'm so glad to take your podcast virginity. <laughs> <laughs> This will be the first of many, I'm sure. Thank you for being my first Catherine Church. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. All right. Well, thank you all so much. And to all of my listeners, thank you all for being so great. And thank you for listening to another episode of Church Talks. Hey, before you guys leave and start listening to another episode of Church Talks, could you take 10 or 15 seconds and just go on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening and click follow or subscribe or like or the plus sign, whatever it is where you're listening. Uh, That would mean a ton to me. And that way you'll never miss episodes when they're coming out on the weekends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting and subscribing and following. I love you guys so much.